Hey, universe. Give me a little, uh, give me a little faith today in, uh, in our potential to fix all this shit I fucked up. That's all my fault. Um, there are, there are signs everywhere that heroes are emerging among us. And all I can say to that is about fucking time. About fucking time. Fuck, man. This isn't an Avengers movie. There's not a plot and a script whereby we are going to rewrites so that this whole thing can get produced. No, no, no. This is the real fucking deal, man. If you're here to be a hero, now's the time to figure it out. This planet doesn't have a whole lot of bandwidth. The path to a better humanity is a narrow one. And it's one that depends on the best in you emerging in real time right now. The challenges that we face, the reckoning that will be negotiated, the apple cart upending that we will all withstand. Our purpose here cannot be anything other than to emerge a better species for it. So be prepared to dig deep into whatever is the best in you. Because I can't imagine we're going to go through 2024 without having to see it. Pause. And I'm not trying to intimidate your um, your plan to uh, ride it out, hole up, see where this thing goes. Uh, not get involved, man. Don't even try to get in. No, you get too close to that shit, they'll pull you in. Just stay over here. Okay. I know that's what you were thinking you were going to do it this year. Um, and then in November, whenever the election goes sideways, deal with the fallout and the collapse of civilization. Right? Pause. Unpause. I don't know what to do with this one. Do I tell you where all the untruths sit? I mean, if you don't know at this point that every election, basically since Clinton hit the White House, and probably every one before that as well, but the the ones Clinton forward are provable. The um, but the every election, I'm talking down to the county fucking level. Every fucking election is fixed. Every single one. All of them. So, that's problem number one. <clears throat> problem number two, the Mossad. <laughs> and, boy, do I not need to tell you this. Should I, I mean, do I want to die? Not really. Saying what is true, and suffering the noble, extinguished life that is the martyr taken down by those exposed. I've, I've been down that road before. That's not as glorious as it sounds. So rather, I'm going to leave the Massage Grandmother's group out of it this time. And instead, uh, when you have uh, the oh, atrocity of conscience that has been displayed in 21st century. Middle East 
democratic country politics. It really begs the question, have we collectively lost our minds? But when you back up and think about <clears throat> all the missing children, if you want to really take a bird's eye view, then you can even look at all the <sighs> all the chil the farmed children. It it is it is so. Um, every stone unturned is is a consciousness wrecking event because what you're really coming to grips with here and this is what this century is about is how when you start to say maybe, maybe, maybe to the evil things this world affords you the opportunity to experience, and then you say yes, and then you move through your personal soul development into hell and eternal damnation, Maybe. I'm not sure what happens when you say when you say yes to all that dirty stuff that's happening right now. Because I don't think anybody who's here that knows how wrong all this is would ever be on a planet that would accept it. That's why we're here. This planet's gone so far wrong that some of the purest souls in the galaxy came to fix it. So all the lies about your history, all the lies about who you really are, all the lies about what current reality is constructed of, and then all of the schemes that are being hidden just under public view, all done through an, a massive coordination of the resources that are here to protect you and to serve you information to allow you to judge in your world how best to go about having a fulfilling life. They've stolen all of it from you. And as much as I've tried to see the motivation behind it, you just end up in a, in a swirl of negative intent. And I mean... It is a morass, it is a tar pit, it is a suffocating sledge of of temptation, maybe. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a slipperiness to it. There's a, it's, it's not a hundred percent negative. When you fall into this, this, I don't even know what it is, the zone of existence, some of you likes it. And <clears throat> ultimately this is, I guess what I beg of you to come to realize. And this realization is um, unsettling and one that un will unsettle you for as long as you're willing to admit that it's there. I'm unsettled by it as I speak about it. And that is we are all here to experience the congratulatory community collective created cleverly no cleverly doesn't belong there created by us among us 
as a cooperative group of humans in the state of uh, cooperative bliss, love. The, the motion of love is a tricky one because it gets wrapped up in marriage, which it shouldn't. Because to love your fellow homo sapiens sapiens is to have a constant energetic flow of kindness, empathy, sympathy, and, and reception. More than anything, you are throwing out a signal of willing to receive. And as your energy is uh, directed, harmonically, it offers everyone the opportunity to engage on a, on a win-win plateau of exchange of energy. Once, once you're no threat, then somebody can bring you something uh, 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 exposed, vulnerable, and do so openly without shame or guilt. The, that part of us is what lives in more realities than you've ever dreamt about. But you can feel these in your dreams, and sometimes you can even lucid conscious your way into the experiences. But that, that evil, that almost, you know what it's like to sleep on silk fucking sheets? It sucks, because you're slipping around all the place. Well, if you could imagine something that had that kind of almost uh, um, sensation, except it's filthy. It's, it's filth. It's the, it's the, uh, it is the, it is the, the last place you can can sense that there's only one option, which is to say no. You absolutely know that you can't succumb. But there's the thing about the universe is there's still that there's that slippery sensation that is pleasurable. I don't know how else to put it. So why am I saying all this? Because on this planet Everything's so fucked up because too many people have fallen uh, into the whirlpool of inevitability that it is to worship power. And <laughs> I'm going to hit a pause here for a second. And before we go power tripping, on pause, um, I had to create a resume to apply to stock overnight at King Super's grocery store. A resume? Are you fucking kidding me? Pause. Um, pause. So, you know, I whipped together a quick three-pager, um, went ahead and assembled a PDF, uh, catalog of most of my recent work, uh, the graphic work, and then uh, decided a draft of my first book, unpublished at this point, um, How to Hold a Job in America Without Killing Your Fucking Boss. Um, I went ahead and included that, and um, and then, of course, my uh, link to my LinkedIn uh, profile. I figure if you really want more than just me to put my name in fucking social security number down for a job to stock shelves, well then, I'm going to get some extra credit. Pause. A fucking resume <laughs> to work at a grocery store as a goddamn minimum wage employee? Seriously? This is an embarrassing goddamn society. Can we not agree at least? Pause. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, John, is this because you have no power? Well, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Well, no, this isn't that. This is when we've, um, we've, 
created so little meaningful progress in our innovative um, uh, um, mental uh, uh, societal obligations that what we've done is we just have um, reworked, revamped, rebooted, and recreated uh, worse versions of shit that already worked well. So I don't know if that's because the whole universe is in degradation, energetic flow. So everything's just getting worse. But when all of the intellectual talent has been sucked up to figure out how to manipulate the system, even in its capacity to do so unawaredly. Ooh, I wonder if unawaredly is a word. Fuck, it should be, huh? Um, well, you you know, you, you end up here, where people who, through no um, force of nature other than favoritism, most of it self-created, um, or, see, but we allow it. I don't know. Oh, this is what's so frustrating, because we allow it. We do. Anybody listening to this? Well, except... But nobody at that level of the CIA would be listening to this. Not yet. But, hey, CIA. Hey, Mossad, if you're listening because I called you out earlier. I... I could... I could have been you. Well, I'm not religious, so... Maybe you wouldn't accept me, but... I, I was... I was, uh, I was at a point in my time, in my early 20s, when I thought the Israeli way of service to the country was something America was missing. I thought, lost as I was at the time, that uh, an adventure of some sort of soul-searching purpose or some level of unified committed service to the country would offer um, a flag post of, of uh, maturity in a country desperately needing um, contemplative uh, moments for their young adults. Because I only knew one Israeli at the time, but they had been through the military and I was quite impressed by them. And I've never lost that opinion. And I know that something in this world is, is energetically um, centered on your geographical location. And it is pulling all of the humanity out of that zone. I don't know what it is. But I could have been any one of you, but not today. Today, there are people, and I know you exist, and I'm talking to those who, as you go to fulfill your next obligation, are doing so against the betterness inside of you. There is a limit. And the thirst for for evening a score, getting back on those who took advantage of you, finding a platform on which to stand rather than a ditch in which to be trampled on, all those instincts we understand. But at some point, you become the monster you fear. And I do not know why the universe cycles that energy through every life form that exists. But becoming that which you're most attempting to avoid from happening... The universe is really good at whipping out that one. Pause.
And as Exhibit A, I would like to offer my mother. Not who you thought, not who you thought, that was not who you thought was coming up. But yeah, now my mom is the queen of negative anticipatory energy making shit go wrong. In fact, she's a witch, so having to put up with her goddamn wake of neglected outcomes of impossibility. How, how did you make this happen? Goddamn, Mom. Pause. I'm, I'm just kidding. That's my dad. My mom actually uh, doesn't have any powers like that, but my dad's a warlock, and for whatever reason, uh, just is capable of making any sporting event go completely the wrong direction if it's the team Nebraska. I don't know how he has this power, but every time he watches a game, they lose some heartbreaking motherfucking way. I know that. Unpause. All right, so back to the CIA agents. Um, or wait, I was talking to Mossad. No, I don't want to... No. Mossad, I respect you. But I ask you to take this moment to look inside yourself and see if there's not something that might um, want to realign and stand up a little differently. And... I'm not trying to be a hypocrite because if anybody should be standing up trying to see if they can make their alignment look a little differently, it's the goddamn United States of America. And I'm well aware of that. And I loathe the concept of lines drawn on a map that separate this planet into chunks of humans that are different than other humans. It's the dumbest thing going but, <clears throat> since we can't live in a global, blissful community like we used to, well, we'll put up with this while we have it. But it's got to go. It's got to go. Can't stay. This is untenable. To be in tribes of humans who don't like other humans because they're in that tribe. Wait. But have you met them? Oh, like I'd talk to that filth. Fuck you, bro. So, it's just like hating the Dallas Cowboys? Fuck you, bro. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Oh. oh. This planet. Um, yeah, it's like hating the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you said you're, uh, you're Hindu. Oh, well, then I hate you. Because I'm, wait, atheist? Jain? Buddha? What is it? Who hates the Hindus? Nobody? Why, because they have a god that looks like an elephant? <laughs> so we just look at them with a little bit of pity and sympathy and childish wonder. They built the fucking Taj Mahal! They know what the fuck they're doing. Um, the ability on this planet to choose to do anything is something certain souls can't maintain. The strength and character to not succumb to the dark side, Palpatine said. No, probably not. Probably, uh, Windu? What they call? What they call Samuel Jackson? How was Samuel Jackson in that movie? Seriously, seriously. <sighs> I know, because he's in every movie now. But still, although at the time I gotta say I was actually kind of excited, but now I fucking hate. I can't watch it. I mean, the movie's trash in the first place. But all right, back to power. But as an example of power, Palpatine is what we think of. Because our image of power in this 21st century reality, virtual reality, are the characters on screens that portray the most powerful that can be imagined. So, as everyone under the age of 30 just thought of Thanos... Well, yeah. That's now what you think of as 
the destiny of those with the greatest power, the ability to snap out half of the life in the universe, as if it's their right to do so because they assembled the stones that make it happen. You see how stupid all that shit is? It is the... It is... <clears throat> it is the seductive, slippery filth that infects your mind when you start to think about yourself as more important, better, or in any way superior to any other human being on this fucking planet. We are the levelest playing field. We are a glass smooth lake of equal value. And it's enormous. And it's completely being wasted right now. And as long as we sit here evaluating where we stand against the other, it will always be underachieving in its potential to make a world worth living for all of us. But never have we been in a position like this one, where just the tactical decision-making of those with the most insidious, powerful channels are all harmonically converging at some sort of moment of, of consequence. It's, uh, I still, I still feel it's got to be the end of the world. And I, I mean, I don't not, here's, I'm back engineering to get to that decision. I'm not, I don't want to choose fucking that, but I still have to think that we didn't get here without good people facing horrible consequences and doing whatever they thought was right in this tidal wave of inevitability. In other words, I have to believe that given how there is evidence that civilizations on this planet get wiped out completely on the regular, then I think whatever that force of planet Earth nature is, or galactic consequence has been, is imminent. It's due. It's coming. It's now. And if that's the sort of realization that you can prove is in fact the case, well, what do you do? Even if you're the best leader on the planet, that guy that the CIA murdered in Africa, what's his name? God damn, I gotta be better with names. But all I know is they turned him into an, the inspirational martyr of, of the 21st century. So as always, CIA, good job. Um, the... The one thing you'd do, I believe, is decide that it has to stay under wraps. It's the humane decision to come to. And I get that part. I get why you haven't told us what you know. And I now I'm speaking to who? Still the CIA, I guess? But whatever this planetary catastrophe is, it, it's, the, it's the energetic complement that our neglect of potential realized is here to reset. Of that I'm convinced. And I believe for that to be persuasive 
and impactful species-wide that the malevolence has to be exposed. So, as I watch the universe line up these heroes in places to speak truth and provide accountability, opening drape after drape in a forever darkened home as if to remind us that the life we're living is the one we've chosen, not the one we would choose if we knew the options available. We have been forced into this What is this? Whose who's, who's manifestation of reality could have been so twisted as to create this level of good and evil simultaneously? Well, probably you. I know me. I mean, I know me. But probably you. Probably everyone you know. Um, probably everyone on this planet. Well, maybe not Laura Logan. Maybe not her. But everybody else. Hmm. Is she the only? Um, I can't think of any other true champions right now. But she's one. So, she's probably immune from this accountability or responsibility energetically. But to say that there are many like her, well, no, she's, she's as, as, um, she's the strongest player in the game. But only because she's known her purpose since she got here. And she's been fulfilling it every moment of her life since. Laura Logan has lived perhaps the single greatest uh, life of true self, uh, at least in my lifetime. And maybe in a long time. So, as impressive as she is, Our roles are not to be her. She was here to make sure that no one forgets there's only one truth and it matters more than anything. It's worth everything because nothing matters without it. And it's not some interpretation of how it went down from whatever perspective is here to represent its point of view. No, it's the goddamn truth. It's the only thing that exists as it is. Anything that's not the truth is a variation of something. The truth is, and it will never change. Oh, I'm paused? Yep. Uh, which isn't to say that it won't be um, distorted, um, uh, buried, um, <laughs> uh, misinterpreted, um, um, the truth at this moment has been muddied in a very, very clever way. And I guess this is probably why I chose to come to earth at this point. You're seeing um, the distortion of collective reality in its most um, obtuse manifestation because it's a species misleading its own kind 
for the purpose of manipulating it into an outcome of lesser realization. This, I hate to say, is a very <laughs> unique circumstance uh, for a species to arrive. And having put ourselves, frankly, straight in the deep end, fully committed, all in, well, as they say, something's got to give. And I think the good guys win. Pause. Unpause. So let's get all the way back around. That whole good and bad thing, right? Um, there's no doubt there are certain souls that are su superior in their ability to ascend with confidence. The rest of us are capable of questioning almost anything about ourselves. But I'm not even saying this is what Laura Logan is. She could be. I wonder if it's Lara. I had a friend in high school. It was an L-A-R-A, and it was Lara. So if it's Lara Logan, we'll just say that for the rest of the episode to show that I have no idea. Though I've always heard her called Laura. I think she refers to herself as Laura. So I'm probably being an asshole right now. But like I said, if you're not Laura Logan, then you probably have some chinks in your armor. Probably not perfect. But that's okay. And it's that level of, I don't have to be all this all the time in every instance for the rest of eternity. Realization that says, oh, well, what else can I be? Lazy. Oh, that's not so bad. Gluttonous? Hey, is that supersized? Sweet. Selfish? No, dude, I only have 45 jelly beans. How many did you think you were going to get anyway? Get the fuck out of here, man. You don't even get one. There's just all kinds of things that you will put on for a bit of a test ride at a minimum. Because your soul has the opportunity to do so. Way too many different manifestations are you just locked into blissful um, self-awareness and an environment of no threat. Not always, but most of the time. So, as a human with all this kettle of emotion. You know that, uh, well, probably not. There is a, there's an old world illustration of the original, I guess, concept of a cloning factory. And it's got all these just fantastic variants in jars and it used to remind me of how life just takes a direction and then wherever it goes, it always ends up with something maxed out. And humans maxed out emotions. And then somebody gave us intellect. That's what I think happened. Either that or we had intellect and they gave us emotions. But if we had intellect, then why'd the planet look like a goddamn jungle? Right? So I think how it went down is we're so emotional. It is our core uh, it is the reason we exist. It's the emotional uh deposit of energy on this planet needed a container to exist within and we're it and as 
synced up with planet Earth as you can get. It's your emotional context that hums in that arena to make it feel so perfect. And so when we got intellect, the question is, what would happen if we, self-aware, and now uh, problem-solving, or, see, I don't know. I don't know if they just didn't throw us into a bunch of goddamn, well, let's give them guns and see what happens when they all have guns. I don't know. Maybe. We might just be zoo animals being experimented on with nuclear weapons. But something in this combination of wonder that it is to be human, well, the emotional texture is, I think, superior to any other manifestation available. And to be here in a zone of tipping the scales against darkness, shedding whatever light is necessary to illuminate the entire landscape for all of us, and doing so through the civilizational self-awareness to move forward into society as its better manifestations that have been here on Earth. Or, 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 that little micronova from our sun burps out and we all just turn into microwave dust. Could happen, right? I mean, it could happen. Could be a big flood. That seems to be the popular going myth of yore since, what is it, 56 different cultures all uniquely identify that as part of their heritage creation myth. But I'm guessing that it's just that they all kind of are making it up. Well, no, that definitely isn't true. They all experienced it. So, that left us resetting everything. If we are still in a position to recycle all that tipped energy of wrong intent into the light and embrace our potential civilization that could be right here, right now? Well, maybe planet Earth doesn't have to have the sun burp all over her and get rid of us. Or maybe that's just what happens, and that's how tragic this planet is. Civilizations build themselves into some grand version of galactic realization, and then the sun just takes care of that real quick. While some guy named Poseidon makes the whole thing get wet and Cleaned off, because now there's all that human microwave dust everywhere. Pause. Unpause. And then those of us fortunate enough to have been getting busy in the caves, as it were, that survived the whole fucking thing, and come out and go, well, what's all the, what's all this shit blowing around in the air? What do you think that is? It smells like. Somebody burned some popcorn around here. Well, those people, well, they started all over again. But boom 100,000 years to, well, see, that's, I think it's only 12. Could this really be happening every 12,000 years? Something's happening every 12,000 years, but I don't know if the real everybody gets wiped off the planet threats aren't every 100,000. But it doesn't matter. Both cycles are due right now. So, um, I don't, I don't know that their convergence, um, is necessarily a good sign for us. And I, I could be wrong. I mean, that wheel of, of, uh, catastrophe that Randall Carlson has figured out looks pretty persuasive to me and is another one of those revelatory truths that appear and I go, oh, God damn it, because that's obviously right. So <clears throat> that doesn't mean that we're not optimistic 
I'm still hopeful that this is something um, reversible, right? We're all up for a good last-minute fix from Mr. James Bond himself. No, who's a last-minute fixer? How about that kid in the, uh, in the uh, How to Train Your Dragon movies? How to Train Your Dragon, was that what called? The Dragon movies. He was a last-minute fixer. <gasps> you know who else is? Luke Skywalker. Well, except in the second version of him, which is terrible. But the first version of him, he was a, a last-minute fixer. So this could be our moment to step into our destiny, realize it with purpose, and correct everything galactically wrong that has been incrementally turned to microwave dust since now I think that's what humans really are. Um, waiting to be microwaved by the sun. Um, yeah, sorry, not to go down that road again. So let's go back to the whole point about what makes this worth it. You're still here capable of finding something in you that hasn't been fulfilled. Because something about the surroundings in which you landed have smothered it and forced it into a lockbox of forever forgotten or avoided or known about and tragically let go of. Something about you is here to be realized still. And you can feel the energy building a new confidence in you. This is where it is. As you're starting to have thoughts that are newly courageous about something that you've always been able to deflect, that's you emerging. Start following those leads and actively engaging them in reality as we know it. Whatever it is that you feel you're about to no longer be able to deal with, great. We need you to stop tolerating the mediocrity that we've all enabled like some family in denial about what Uncle Tom is doing with the bottle of tequila and my brother Billy. Pause. Unpause. Oh, I don't want to leave a pedophilia fucking reference in my goddamn recording. But it is a little bit funny. And since we were talking about the dark side seduction. All right, there you go. There's a dark joke. Um, I think that proves that I've probably uh, fallen out of the boat. Or at least put a hole in my canoe and should get to shore as soon as possible. But all you can do is find that which in you has unlimited reserves of energy to distribute. For me, it's kindness. It's understanding and all the hubris that comes with that. And it's forgiveness. And I know it's hard to envision a world in which whatever's gone wrong at this moment is forgiven across the board by all of us. But so far, that's the best idea I have on how to fix it and make it better right now. Forgive everything for all the transgressions against. Just air out all of the truths so we can start from ground zero. And yes, those of us who have walked paths of very little negative consequence will feel we're getting a level of the deal that isn't quite fair. Well... First of all, that's stupid. That's just stuff you learn when you got here. You've never wanted to be somebody who drank the adrenochrome of a Malaysian eight-year-old boy. So, don't regret that you didn't get to do it. <clears throat> and certainly don't pretend to regret that you didn't get to do it. That's worse. Um, 
So that that just that there's no scale of fairness. This isn't a five year old and her three year old brother distributing jelly beans when there are forty five of them. If the five year old sister knows her uh goddamn sleight of hand, well there aren't forty five, there's only twenty three. And you get six. Good big sister. Um this planet uh may have sidetracked me. Now I'm thinking about jelly beans. Damn it, pause. Unpause. So whatever it is that makes you not have to say, you know what? I would love to give you a little more um courage, but um when I had to shoo that spider out the front door, my courage tank depleted entirely. So I'm going to go recharge that motherfucker. Uh, take a nap on that waterbed down in uh, Uncle... Oh, Billy's down there too? Uh-uh. No, 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 I'm not going down to the waterbed. I'm just going to um, take a nap out in the hammock. But mm, I don't have any more courage for today. Pause. Um, pause. So that's why I don't offer courage. But I do offer forgiveness. Although forgiving the pedophiles is going to be the worst part. Well, and all their friends. Um, and what their friends are up to. God, seriously, this planet. Okay, so um, when it comes to understanding the hubris there, it's not that I don't realize I'm limited and can't understand a lot of things, but I'm curious to understand everything. And I know as a species... We are, uh, we are, mm, we are due the informational discoveries among us. There is no intellectual property. Just get used to that. And you will sooner or later come to my side of the fence on that one. Because you've been trained to think about innovation as uh, as owned, it's not. But that is so not what I wanted to finish this up with. Because all you really have to do, if you want to uh, help turn the energetic motion back swirling in our favor, is claim the part inside of you that you've denied potential emergence because you're too busy as a VP in Bank of America traveling to Thailand every other week. Whatever this world has done to put you into a rhythm of I ain't got time for that, it's that separation from our own internal self and fulfillment from within that is the haze of obfuscation from the reality that's out there, they depend on. If you can find the better person waiting to emerge from within you, we can take down the forces that so far are aligned to annihilate everything of purpose or value in our reality as it exists. I know this sounds like a plot in my Guardian Angel novella, which I forgot to say is only eight days away. My dad's birthday's in a week. Is that right? Is it the 18th? What's the date? What time is it? Fuck, it's 1139. I thought it was like 1138. Okay, it's Thursday, January 18th. It's a week from my dad's birthday. The guardian angel turns 26 in eight days. So seven plus eight is 15. One plus five is six. Six is a number. When turned upside down is nine. And if you put a six next to a nine, well, then you have one of the other most tired jokes of all time. Or 
Maybe something totally different. Ah, I'm not ending with that. Instead, I'm going to end with this. The dilemma we all face is to feel like if other people are taking advantage and doing so recklessly and without consequence, well, then we start to think it's okay for us to take minor advantage in a world of comeuppance that doesn't exist, even though we would never do this in a world where everyone was being fair and loving. We know it's wrong to grab these office supply uh, post-it notes to take home for the fridge, but goddammit, buying them at the store lately, they were $4.99 for one pack. So these four packs, that's like 20 bucks. Everyone has the line of which they are willing to cross. I don't know if post-it notes is a line that any of us have drawn. That might be a forgivable offense in every occasion. But somewhere, you're compromising something about yourself. For me, it was more than occasional shoplifting. Over the course of four years, getting fucking lucky to get away with it. Because the surveillance now in every single store, instead of figuring out why it is that now 40% of their clientele are shoplifting, they'll just hammer that problem with a goddamn bazooka and then wonder why people are bringing tanks to the store to buy avocados. Nah. And that wouldn't even be fun in the Guardian Angel novella from the comic book form. I mean, maybe the tank going in to buy an avocado. That. I mean, if a tank rolls in to a produce section and asks for something besides an avocado, well, why is the tank even there? Ha! No, I'm not in it like that either. Instead, I'm going to go all the way back to the original point I made and explain that I understand how some corporate Yahoo figured out that, you know, if we can just make everyone upload a resume, well, then we know when we have somebody that we just should give a shot to because they've got the kind of background that if we can groom and cultivate them, well, it's just another level of free talent inspection that's there to be had. And we're not utilizing it. And the whole room of other people of useless paycheck level entry into the system of non-producers but managers say, Bravo, bravo, bravo. That's fucking excellent. That's fucking excellent. Finding something that's not being leveraged, that's been there the whole time, is our whole purpose. That and firing people. And no, I'm not going to end there. That's negative. No, I'm going to say that... What the fuck was I talking about? Pause. Right. We're in the energetic degradation phase. So... Instead of coming up with a um, tiered uh, point of uh, interest in career development from don't want anything but to pull carts from the lot into the cart rack to applying for the position that includes private jet and does that still come with Oh, no, 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 no. We don't do the children thing anymore? Okay. Are we sure? What level, what level are you? No. God, man, that's the third reference to pedophilia I've made. That's a record, right? I mean, it has to be. Hmm. Don't go listen finding out. Because that is one subject I don't joke about. 
so the fact that I've made fun of it three times is about as dark and distasteful as my comedy can get. So, number one, I apologize to anyone that that is a line too far, because I understand that. And so, having pushed that line, I'm obligated to any discomfort I've created. And I'm usually one to recognize where those lines are and leave them alone. So, when I start crossing lines, and the government starts taking everything they can possibly get their hands on, including our dignity... Well, then I start thinking, end of the world shit, man. What else am I going to think? That I'm going to go adopt a puppy? <gasps> yeah, that's what I should think, because that's a much better thought.